0: amen thank you everybody for your good ministry in in song and prayer and leading us in worship uh in worship with the word and i would ask you to open your bible to the book of ecclesiastes in chapter 11 ecclesiastes in chapter 11 i i believe that god speaks to us through his word and that's the primary way he speaks so you, you open up the bible and he speaks and we know what he says it can be analyzed it can be it can be studied i also believe that god prompts us with the holy spirit i believe that he can point out a specific passage at a specific time and that's the the work of the holy spirit it's not it doesn't rise to the level of inspiration or preservation but it is illumination it's a form of illumination and i'm serious about it i and so I tell you that because I, what I want to tell you today is something I believe the Lord told me, it's something I believe the Lord prompted my heart about. Um, and I, and for, for that reason, I, I want to tell you about it, show the Bible, kind of the way to, way to begin. So if I open my Bible on Sunday and I say, I've heard from the Lord, that's all I need to hear. Uh, we're reading the Bible, God is speaking, we want to rightly understand it. But it, but it is interesting when you have something on your heart and a, maybe a burden or a question and you're praying and you're thinking and maybe even you're, you're kind of worried or thoughtful and then you have a sense from the Lord. Look over here. Look at this part of the word. And this is for you. And tell the people And I kind of a, I have that sense today. Now Jesus, uh, the Bible says Jesus went about doing good. Isn't that sweet? He went about doing good and uh in a way what you could say is is that sometimes jesus would use this picture like a farmer planting seeds like a gardener planting seeds jesus went around and said, here we'll plant this here we'll plant this here we'll plant this here we'll heal this child we'll cast the demon out of that guy we'll forgive this woman who's got that dark cloud that's been hanging over her head since she was just a young woman. We'll just forgive her. Planting seeds. We'll feed that hungry guy. Oh, when he can't see, we'll help him. <laughs> wow, how beautiful. He, he went around doing good. I I like to think of my life like that. I like to think: who can I encourage today? What can I type on Facebook that will encourage people? What can I? Tweet that one. Nobody reads my tweets, so the answer to that is hardly nobody. I did the bad grammar on purpose, in case you're wondering. You know, hardly anyone. Uh, but you know, whatever it is, if I see somebody on, can I cannot, somebody in line at McDonald's? I was going through McDonald's one day, which I shouldn't have been doing. I should have a New Year's resolution never to do that again. Anyway. And there was a lady had me. It was cold, and her window was broken out, and there's cold air blowing in there. I felt bad for her. I thought, "Wonder what her story is—that car without a without a window in a cold." You know, what can I? What good could I do? Jesus went about doing good, and he was just really good at it, and he was led of the Spirit to do good. And your obedience to the Lord, and whatever he. Has gifted you to do and wherever he's placed you you're to the lord you should see it the same way like planting seeds that he says will grow the the gifts that you gave at christmas time to people like seeds that that can grow now the thoughtful thank you notes that you sit down after christmas and you write to people and thinking about them and you you write them as a spirit-filled person that's like a seed that can grow your sunday school class it's smaller than you wish but you can invite more people and those would be seeds that could grow somebody needs to start a men's quartet in our church can i get an amen on that got a lot of amens on that somebody ought to be moved of the spirit to start a men's quartet we have so many good men singers can i harp on this for just a minute i'm gonna go all baptist on you for a second we ought to have a men's quartet in this church. yeah a ladies trio i don't know why i think men's quartet ladies trio that's kind of arbitrary isn't it i just in my brain like somebody ought to do um you look at me i'm smiling so i'm just saying you know we should just think of good things and plant them like seeds in the ground and then watch like well what's going to happen now you know it's a good way to look at life We're on the cusp of a new year and 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 the scriptures teach us to look at life like that listen to this galatians you know this galatians 6 7 don't be deceived god does not mock whatever a man sows that will he also reap and that and if you read that it's in the context of positive sowing not negative sowing. even though it's true both ways so if you sow to the flesh you reap corruption death rottenness but if you sow to the spirit you reap life so when you go to school and you have a conversation with another guy that you're is on your swimming team and you drop little truth in there or you just tell him something kind and especially if you're led of the spirit or you sense maybe you're led of the spirit it's like you're planting a seed all right so that that think of, think like that second corinthians 9 6 says this this i say he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully it's just a basic truth here and that is like in sales if you make a few presentations you may make a few sales but if you make a lot of presentations you're likely to make more sales unless your presentations are really really bad that's another thing and so it is in the scripture now now hear the word of the lord from uh ecclesiastes and chapter 11. I'm gonna read from a paraphrase first. I'm gonna read from a more accurate translation, but I wanna kinda of jolt you a little bit. Hear this: be generous, invest in acts of charity. Char- uh, charity yields high returns. Like when you're a generous, giving person is like pay, pay pay back if you will. Don't hoard your goods, spread them around. Be a blessing to other people. This could be your last night, you know. When the clouds are full of water, it rains. When the wind blows down the tree, it lies where it falls. Don't sit there watching the wind. Do your work. Don't stare at the clouds. Get on with your life. Just as you'll never understand the mystery of life-forming in a pregnant woman, so you'll never understand the mystery at work in all that God does. Go to work in the morning and stick to it till evening without watching the clock. You never know from moment to moment how your work will turn out in the end. I just read a paraphrase from a man who now is with the Lord, Eugene Peterson, uh, of the text I'm going to read to you right now. Be- and I'll tell you where I'm going with it because I, I want to help clear away some of the objections and obstacles to you doing whatever that good thing is that God. Has gifted you and place you to do so that you can have fruit in your life and you can like plant seeds of good deeds. So I encourage you at the beginning of the year, and I want to show you the three things that tend to get in the way, they're addressed in this. Reasons we weary of planting our seeds. They're they're in the text. So that so at the end of the day here, we go home and we go, I'm I'm gonna renew my vigor and, and and joy and confidence in doing good in, in the direction of the holy spirit trusting god so that's, that's where i'm headed with this uh, now let's let's hear it again uh, from but now from the esv an accurate translation of the bible uh, especially careful accurate translation of the bible ecclesiastes 11 1 cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days give a portion to seven ...or even to eight, for you know not what disaster may happen on earth. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves on the earth, and if a tree falls to the south or to the north in the place where the tree falls, there it will lie. He who observes the wind will not sow. He who regards the clouds will not reap. As you do not know, the way the Spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with child so you do not know the work of god who makes everything so in the morning sow your seed at evening withhold not your hand for you do not know which will prosper this or that or whether both alike will be good light is sweet it's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun so i'm going to keep reading to verse 11 uh, verse 10 Uh, so if a person lives many years let him rejoice in them all but let him remember that the days of darkness will be many when all comes to vanity, rejoice, young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. Remove vexation from your heart, put away pain from your body. For youth and the dawn of life are vanity. And remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Jesus, we ask your blessing and help uh holy spirit give us your aid not in just saying things in a clear way where people's minds will understand but so their spirits will receive truth from your word and they'll be inspired and encouraged to obey you in whatever you told them to do and have confidence in you in jesus name we pray amen so now you're going to read your bible this year probably right how many of you have resolved to read your bible raise your hand if you've resolved to read your bible all right the rest of you repent repent right now yeah you want to read your bible this year i, I recommend the move the ribbon bible reading plan it, you buy a brand new bible that's my favorite part of it buy a new bible because c- you need one you need a bible need a bible buy buy a new one with with a ribbon or a nice bible marker if you don't have one see janet schramm she can make you a bible marker <laughs> she, she's back there going what <laughs> I, she makes cards and you, she's She's not leaving, so that's a good sign. Anyway, one of our card-making ladies could make you a really nice Bible marker. And uh, you can put it in there in your Bible. And then just read. And the next day, pick up where you left off. And meet with the Lord and listen to the Lord. Talk to him, say, open my eyes and help me behold wondrous things out of your word. Speak to me, Holy Spirit. And then just read. Move the marker if it you, you gets a little dry some parts are historic and they're they're a little bit like huh that that's not as interesting as some of these narratives that's okay keep going jump over into the new testament and read you something there that that might jump off the page uh, a little bit but go back and, and keep moving your this is what i recommend move your marker you say what if i don't get done in a year but if you get done in a year you might not pay any attention to what you're reading because you're cranking through there you're, you're on your program checking your boxes and it's like the Lord is like, excuse me, but can I get into your devotions? Because you're not paying any attention. You're just checking your boxes right now. So you don't want that. You want to hear from the Lord. You want to you, you, you have your heart warm. So I say, get a new Bible or get a favorite old Bible. I, a lot of times, I take an old Bible, like maybe a Phillips translation, New Testament that I haven't read yet. I'll pull it off my shelf. So I'm going to read through this one. And then I'll just start reading and move the marker. And then when I'm done for the reading that day, I date it. Sometimes I put the time, because I'm going to come end the day it'll be 7 a.m i read that i'll put a little mark and then come back later on and read some more uh you, you can read your bible a lot of different ways you can say well the pastor's in this text and so i'm going to read this text all week like he does i'm going to study this text that's going to be my study he's going to talk about that. that'd be interesting it's not a personal thing i'm just saying that's a way you can read bible. the bible doesn't give a plan for bible reading did you notice It doesn't say you have to do it this way at this time of the day and you have to check these boxes that are jesus is going to hit you with lightning because he's not like that he's really nice. And he loves it when you read his word, when you, when you love him and, you, 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 you know, he has something to say, you read it, he, he likes you, he's nice. And, and so you might want to read his word. And, and he is to be feared as well, so it might be a good idea when you meet him someday and say, did you read what I wrote? You might want to say, yes, I did. And what did you do? Like, I did what he said. But it was really hard, so I had to have help from the Holy Spirit. You know, that, that's the way it ought to look so i would recommend this whatever reading plan you use that you should like let's resolve again or let's aspire to be in the word uh, in whatever way you works for you and then my my plan we put a plan it's kind of cute somebody called it for sluggers and slackers i kind of like that but (laughs) the review in the church office on that was kind of mixed but i liked it and but if you go back there and you see there's a little but the name may not be your favorite but the plan is really good. there's a plan it's uh, printed out, and we put it on the back uh table. If you need more, let us know. we can all send you a digital version of that. But there's a lot of different bible, bible plans. use your dwell bible app, use your u you version but you know be be in the word you know that so this would be like imagine that when you're in the word, it's a little bit like you're speaking you're listening to a love, a beloved loved one and he's but he's God and he's talking to you and I, or look at it like you're showing love and devotion to God. Just doing this because I lo- I want to show you that I revere your word and I love you. And I, I just listen to you, God. God says He'll reward, bless people that do that. Blessed is the man, right? Who meditates day and night. Is a blessing of God on that. You look around, you see people that are exemplary. That's usually true about them. <laughs> And, and and so that's that's a way but you can also look at your bible reading and your devotional times and your quiet time as like planting seeds like this is a matter of obedience to the lord and then it's, it's like a seed on to put in the ground when you plant a seed you don't just stand there and wait for it to come up right because it doesn't come up right away <laughs> but it's a seed and it's got life in it it's been planted there you don't even you plant it you know how do tomato seeds work i don't know but i love a big tomato on my hamburger but I don't know how they work, but it's but they they come from a seed uh, and, and and so notice from the text today i'm going to encourage you in in whatever this is you're a mom, and it just seems like you just changed diapers one after another. It can be discouraging, like, well, what if you look at it like I know it's going to sound weird, but like planting seeds like I counted how many diapers Lois changed one time because I helped a little. <laughs> Very little, honestly. And she, she, you know, we had eight kids, and well, I said, we're going to have kids in diapers till we're in, in diapers uh, ourselves. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad I came to church today. Uh, but, but with eight kids and, and all those diapers, like 38,000 diapers. But I was watching at Christmas time and we do gift giving like we talk about, like we talk about what we're gonna get the kids. Generally, that's like Lois telling me what she's doing. And then the kids get the gifts and then they go, thank you, mom uh, and dad. They, they do it, that's exactly how they do it. Thank you, mom and, and dad. And, thank you. Because she put that effort into thinking about that. And, and they know that. They're, they're not stupid. They, they know that. It was, and so she, she comes in and put the gifts on. You did this too, didn't you? And put the gifts under the tree. It was like sowing seeds of love. And then you have all these kind of neat grown ups because you love them like crazy forever. And it's like seeds in the ground. But sometimes you can get weary of changing diapers or going off to work, men doing that overtime that you really kind of need to have or saying what you know your wife kind of heart needs you to say but it's hard for you to say it because it's but you can see it's like planting a seed you see in the text in verses one and two you have the first excuse sometimes we stop planting seeds because of immediate results a lack of immediate results you know there i planted the seed what you know we want things to happen right away that's why it's uh, cast your bread on the waters you'll find it after many days whatever this casting bread on the waters is and commentators students of the bible differ a little bit they agree about the one thing and you know it has to do with you know pr- producing and it and it, and things don't seed planting doesn't produce immediately it sometimes it takes a while for it to happen The same way if you throw into the water something that floats like bread and then ancient areas, it will come back on the tide later. So when you share with others, after many days, it will come back to you. Or it may may mean like the seed thrown into fertile wet soil early in the spring will bring a bountiful harvest in the fall. So even though you can't see it, you want to be generous in your planting. Plant lots of seeds. is what the Lord told me, and I'll I'll clarify that later. Some ancient scholars considered this to mean give bread to poor sailors and god will reward you for it they'll come reward you someday some thought that some say it's a reference to planting rice in the water whatever which whoever's right about that you see the common idea is you you act in a way and then and you don't have an immediate result so i'm here to encourage you and that is i know that when you do when you you're a school teacher and you're being good to those kids and it doesn't seem like they care or notice but it's like you're planting seeds and and it can be that's why we love the movie it's a wonderful life not because the gospel's in it because the gospel isn't in it I hate to burst your bubble but because this truth is there it's like this george bailey and mary they're like they they just have this common life and it doesn't really touch anybody it doesn't really matter It doesn't seem to matter but then later, am I going to spoil a movie you haven't seen? Who's, who hasn't seen this, right? But then he gets a special visitation from an angel where he gets to see the world as if he hadn't been there sowing seeds. And it's not the same world. I like that. That's what this text is saying. You're not going to always see immediately your prayers for your wayward kids. But you keep praying for them. You're going off to church today, and they're not going off to church, so you're already sad, and you just think, "I wish they were going to church today." I just wish they cared and loved God like that, but they don't right now. But you go anyway, and you keep planting. You're an example, and your example is like seeds that you're planting in the soil, and you will not necessarily see immediate results. That's the nature of seed sowing and harvest. That's that's what it's saying here. Uh, so he's just saying be in the natural even be generous the more generous you are the more likely you are to have uh a a heart i taught me this as a boy he got he had me he loaned me money and he said after you sell these seeds you can pay me back and he says now take the seeds and here's a little speech he gave me a speech he said go door to door you've heard me say this i think and and get 10 people to tell you no as soon as you get 10 people to tell you no come home we wouldn't do this today sending a little boy door to door like that but that we did back in battle creek on avenue a and i'm down the street going door to door and giving people my little hi i'm ken pierpont i live down on avenue a i'm with the american seed company and springtime is coming and i wanted to make sure We have a catalog we have seeds right here to sell them we have a little catalog if you'd like to order some would you be interested in looking at my catalog or my seeds oh come on in buddy if you get 10 people to tell you no it's likely one of them is going to say yes and i would be at that i learned yes it's it's just like if i what if i went out and i said i'll try every day to sell to make one presentation if the first person said no and i'd never sell anything you got to go 10 times in the in the in the natural I don't, maybe you're thinking this is too simplistic, but I don't think so. I think the spirit is like, okay, to, to be candid, like Ken is like, Lord, I want to I be effective in serving you. I don't want to make like church growth an idolatry or anything, but I want to be as faithful and as fruitful as I can possibly be. And the Lord says, tell more people, Ken. Just tell more people. He, matter of fact, like every once in a while he says, I don't want to admit this publicly too bad, but it's like, watch a little bit less football and tell a little bit more people. Like, indulge yourself a little bit less and go visit people a little bit more that's what the lord tells me like when you come to the end of your life and the kingdom of god is you know we see the kingdom will we not wish we had gone next door and told our neighbors more you know but just sell more seed be be faithful in that so there was a couple in our that we play baseball with we started a little Bible class. Years ago, nothing, we, we did the six weeks over at the Donegan's. Nothing came from it. We gave the gospel. I felt good about that. They got it. They understood it. They didn't receive it. Many, many years later, many years later, I'm driving home from camp, doing a weekend retreat up at Barrick in Rose City. And about Rose City is where the cell phone coverage comes back. So I'm going down 30. I think it's 37 or whatever that is, road is in rose city and the cell phone coverage comes back and my sister melanie calls me and she says i was at faith Baptist in mount vernon today and i bumped into the zimmermans i'm like what were the zimmermans doing at church because they rejected the gospel they said they wanted you to know that they could never get that out of their mind that bible study that you had at the donagans they're followers of jesus today it's kind of cool over at the church I pastored last, there was a family that had trouble. Like, all families have some kind. And in their, in their case, they're, they're mar- they had trouble in their marriage, you know. And it was hard. We tried to help them. And it was just sad. And it was hard. And honestly, I remember thinking, it, it seems almost sometimes like we're wasting time when we just keep on trying to help people like this. I, I, I remember thinking that. Specifically, I remember an associate pastor thinking, I wonder if he, this is what I honestly, my honest thoughts were, I wonder if he's wasting time. <laughs> is that honestly what I thought? They had a little boy named Isaiah, who was 10 and he got saved. I remember after he got saved, Isaiah would sit up in the front of the church. He'd sit up uh, on this side about two or three rows back and he would just watch me when I preach. He'd pay attention. He's 10, but he's really paying attention. And he'd come up afterward. He would talk to me. Well, you know we left the church a while ago and hadn't had any contact with isaiah and this fall i was doing a retreat at grace adventures and a young man walks up to me and he goes you remember me don't you i'm like oh my word (laughs) you've grown to be a he was here sunday last sunday he came at christmas he came to our church and with his wife his christian wife so my associate who was sowing seeds with his dad didn't see immediate results but we did that's that's what I want to encourage you with today i feel like the lord's told me this and that is you know just sow more seed the seed is powerful you're not going to see it right away necessarily but it's seed it's powerful so that's the one thing here's the second thing don't stop doing good because of things that are beyond your control. When you plant a seed in the ground, you don't make it grow. It's a seed. God makes it. How'd that work? You don't, you don't understand. You don't control that. Sometimes we don't do stuff we can't control. We do what we can control. That's kind of not good. Because the good stuff we can't control. Now, listen, that's what verses three and four, I think, are saying if the clouds are full of rain they empty themselves on the earth A tree falls to the south of the north a place where the tree falls there it will lie you didn't make the tree fall this way or that right you, you didn't make the clouds rain you he who observes wind will not sow he regards the clouds will not reap you get it if you go i'm going to go walking every day and but i'm in the morning it's, it's a little rainy i won't go today or it's a little moist i won't go there might be a little slippery it might be slippery on the ground guess how often you're going to walk you're not almost ever like <laughs> but when you say i'm going to go out every day and must do that and it's raining you're like i guess i'm gonna need a hat today because it's raining i guess it's gonna be cold I'm going to have to wraps up my head up in something and I'm, you, because you're not observing the clouds you're so it is like if i if you have the control like so think of the thing that god has put upon your heart or shown you in his word that is true about you you should pray for your kids or you should uh give gift to someone a cultivated relationship in order to influence them or you should take a sunday school class and you should take you should take special care of little girls that are in sixth grade or or fifth and sixth grade or you should come and help with a one or you should help with and you just say well you know what good will that do i can't i don't i don't know if that's gonna pay off i don't know if those kids are gonna even listen like well it's like a seed you put it in the ground and pray and you don't make it happen god makes it happen and you just trust him And if you have to control it, you won't keep doing it. Don't stop what you're doing if you know the will of God. Because the absence of immediate results or the presence of difficult circumstances are things beyond your control. Trust God with things you can't control, like fear of failure, fear of difficulty. There's a third thing. Don't stop doing good because of things you don't understand. Can I review this? Number one, don't stop doing good because of a lack of immediate results. Look at it like seed. Don't stop doing the good that God's called you to do because of things beyond your control Don't look for excuses to not do good because if you look for them, they'll be everywhere And don't stop doing good because of things you don't understand. Look at verses 5 and 6 as you do not know the way This is beautiful. You don't know the way the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with child So you do not know the work of God who makes everything if I said I'm not under, I'm not sure I fully understand human reproduction. So we just won't have kids wow, that would be sad, wouldn't it? That'd be really sad. I'm not sure I understand this, God, but it reminds me of a job I got hired to do one time, a really hard job that I was not qualified for. And I knew I told, I told the guy. He, he started talking to me. Do you remember this, Louis? I immediately said, here's why I'm not qualified. And I was very clear. <laughs> and so I was very clear. He says to me, this does not disqualify you. I want you to do the job. I'm like, I wouldn't know how to do it. He goes, it's gonna, here's what I want you to do. When you run into a problem, call me, I'll tell you what to do. That's what he told me. He goes, just call me, I'll tell you what to do, and then you do what I say. <laughs> he wanted somebody to do what he said. He really did. And I felt the Lord led me to do that. So I went there, and when I would get stuck, I would call him on the phone. He would always pick up. And he, and, he was, and he would give me some direction and I would do what he said. And that's what I did. That's what the Lord wants from you. Don't second guess him, just do what he says. You're not God, he's God. You're not in control, he's in control. You can't make things happen, he can make things happen. What do you do? Put seed in the ground. You keep doing what you know is right. You, and, and, and even if you don't fully understand it, we don't know what will prosper, so we keep sowing. You don't know what will go well, so work hard. You don't know the will of all of the specific will. Of do what you know God has already said is true. Don't stop doing what you know to be God's will because you can't understand it or how it's going to work. Maybe what you do in the morning will bring fruit. The Scripture is saying that. Maybe what you do in the evening will bring fruit. Maybe both will bring fruit. You don't know. Just keep on obeying the Lord and never stop doing good. I kind of made my point, haven't I? Uh, it, so, but here's the piece that you must understand. What I just told you is just true and natural. It would work for a Mormon, a Jehovah's Witness, a person who doesn't believe Jesus as God in the sense of, you know, if you want to sell, make more presentations. If you want to be an influential teacher, be nice to more kids. Yeah, that's true. But Ecclesiastes, the, the message of the book is, but if that's all you do, And you don't regard god your life is going to be like a mist that blows away someday and you're going to have no real significant lasting influence it's gonna blow away like a mist it's vanity it's empty and most of us we do a lot of stuff that has no kingdom impact or influence because we have our own little kingdom i want to be careful here but like we have our own little kingdom we're to and so new years before us and here's what i'm saying is like i think the lord would have us say seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness instead of my kingdom of ken's comfort and convenience and pleasure he says no if you do that then in the natural you know you may make money or you may have pleasure or you may get to travel some you may accumulate some stuff but in the end it's going to be empty Fear God and keep his commandments, the next chapter says. And that is the whole duty of man. Remember, someday you're going to face God. So that's the fear of the Lord. So in Ecclesiastes, what you have is here's stuff that's basically true under the sun, but without God, it's empty in the end. And then over here is, but fear God and keep his commandments. That's the whole duty of man. That sets it in the framework of Ecclesiastes. Let me set this in the framework of the whole message of the Bible, since we have the whole Bible. And this would include our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he makes this very clear. When we get, when we get to the end of where the trajectory of the Bible is going, through the cross and, and to the new heaven and the new earth, we see there is an eternal kingdom someday, and we will wish that we had planted more seeds. We will, you know, not to, not to give you inordinate guilt about enjoying things that God's given you are doing, but understand, I'm just trying to help you not be discouraged about making kingdom investments with your life. That's what I'm saying. So remember, without Jesus, your life is like worse than wasting your time. So let's go back to that pray, love, invite, gospel conversation. Pray for more people. That's what I think the Lord was telling me. Pray for more people. Make the prayer list bigger, Ken. You can do it. You have a lot of time to watch football. Make the prayer list bigger. I don't think the football's wrong. Sometimes it seems wronger than other times, but you know, that's like... And that's not necessarily, but I'm just saying, I feel like the Lord told me, just pray for, Ken, you should pray for more people. I'm coming back someday. What if there were more Isaiahs and more more Zimmerman families? It'd be cool. We should love more people. Can could love more. We don't love more. Yeah. We, we could invite more I, I feel like the lord told me that it's for me but i'm passing on to you too god like i believe told me can invite more people just be invite more people and, and then and then this idea oh and, and you know a couple hundred people gather every week and teach them to invite more people Then it's like 200 people inviting more people what would happen i don't know it'd be like planting seed in the ground you know i can't control it uh i don't i wouldn't see immediate results i i don't really know but it would probably be good. What if we had more gospel? conversations? That's, that's a thought. And and I would I would uh, recommend and suggest to you. Uh, and these are all loving admonitions. They're not you know not you don't feel beat down. I hope I'm not doing that's not useful. Just loving admonitions as we stand at the threshold of a new year. We can someday Jesus is going to come back. His kingdom will be sight, and there will there will be populated by people who are precious to God. And, and we can plant seeds and, in our lives where we are with what God has given us to do, not beyond our ability, not beyond what we can control, not what we can immediately see. We can't, but it's like going, it's like it's being like Jesus going around and, and doing good and looking at it like planting seeds. Today, as we come to the end of this message and the beginning of the year, I'd like to invite you to come. Sarah, if you want to come back, you may, if you wish to sing with us. Brother, come and sing with us. We want to sing a song with you. You know the, how the song goes. You know how the melody goes, but you don't know how the words go. But you're, you're good, folks. And I know that you'll just jump in and the words are so meaningful. They kind of echo what we just said and encourage you on your way today. Can I ask you to stand and we're gonna sing a song you're going to sound, It's gonna sound familiar to you. Come and, me, come and sing with It's going to sound familiar to you, but the words are going to be especially edifying. They're going to echo what we just said, and then we're going to send you on, away, on your way with a, with a bl- prayer of blessing for the, for the new year. So sing along as you catch on to what we're doing here. All right? <laughs>